G'day listeners to, to wherever you guys are listening and tuning in from. My name is Jaden Wollaston and this is my podcast series, Couch in the Mind, Clearing the Mind One Couch Talk at a Time. On today's episode, which is season two, episode 16, I'm trying something slightly different to, to what I'm usually accustomed to doing in terms of getting guests on the show and having people talk about their own personal perspective on a specific topic revolving around mental health or potentially being able to help someone go through something where there is a there is a presence of struggle. Today, I'm actually going to be talking just by myself about a specific topic which sits pretty well with me. I know I struggle with it. I think a lot of people, I think you guys will struggle with it as well. And speaking to a lot of people prior to doing this video and episode, I could sense that there are a lot of people on the same page as, as what I'm on. So... The topic I'll be going with today is overthinking and it's so easy to do it, you know, like classic example. And, and I've used this a couple of times when I was talking to, to a mate of mine about this specific episode topic, you, you know, you go out and kick the footy on the weekend and you, you come home and you, you had this idea in your mind that you, you left your, you know, your, your car keys on the, the, the table bench in the kitchen. And you're so adamant that they were there. In fact, you know they were there. And you feel like as if someone moved them. And but it's it's that process of overthinking in your mind and then and then you know people put all these other thoughts in your head as well when you know your mate says to you maybe there there was that you know, there's a potential that you may have left your keys at the the park when we were kicking the footy. And now your mind's going into to overdrive because you were so certain that you left your keys on the bench, but now someone else has brought this forward in your mindset and you don't really know whether to believe what you originally thought versus what you've got, whether this new information could potentially be correct. Whereas in the grand scheme of things, your, your, your mum or your dad may have moved your keys into your room or, and they're now sitting on your, you know, your, your side table <laughs> But it's so easy to get caught up in this sort of stuff. You know, like back at school, QCS test, assignments, exams. It's funny, the classic idea of looking back at a test and, and, and doing it in the, in the reasoning of checking your answers before you submit your, your final test papers. I think it's actually worse to do that rather than just, I think it's, it's, I think it's essential just to go with gut instinct rather than checking back on your answers. Cause I think that's when overthinking starts to kick in. You know that this multiple choice question is a, you know, for a fact, it's a, you've done the hard yards in the study, you know, it's an A, but then going back at it, B now seems a lot more likable for an answer rather than a, <laughs> It's the idea of overthinking. And I guess where I get into this, where I, where I can kind of put my input into this specific topic is at work. It could be a very small, a very minuscule job that I've got to do, a small task I've got to do at hand. And all of a sudden, it, it's, it literally feels like I'm climbing Mount Everest. <laughs> and it's all due to my own personal mindset changing rapidly because i'm afraid with maybe a potential response from a boss 
whether he may react in a bad sort of mannerism if I make a mistake. So that's now on my mind. If I let the team down, if I let the crew down, or if I just, you know, bring embarrassment upon myself, you know, and, and so my job criteria revolves around electrical apprenticeship work. So, you know, in terms of that work as such, I can give an example in terms of what I'm speaking about. So like if it could be as small as, hey, Jaden, can you go back and level the cable tray out? Make sure it's nice and straight, perfect before the, you know, because everything's all done before the, the plasters come in and put the sheet up. Let's get that sorted. You know, and, and it's not a hard job. So I go do that, get it done. But for some reason, I start overthinking things. What if I can't level it? What if my level's not level? Like, <laughs> uh, like really stupid things come into your mind where you know that it's not true. You know for a fact that you're doing the best you can. A bloody level can't be level. Like, <laughs> mate. But yeah, that's some of the things I go through all the time. And, you know, and in, in, in life itself with friends, it, you can overthink as well. You can most definitely overthink in certain situations. You know, I'm babbling on about this sort of stuff, but I think I can because I'm not interviewing anyone. I'm not asking questions. But in life itself, you can most certainly overthink with your friendship groups. You, you might have this this idea and this stigma behind you that because you're the the funny guy of the group and you like to take the piss out of yourself that behind closed doors people have this assumption of you that you're you're stupid and you can never be serious and this and that and this is what you know becomes to the forefront of your mind because that's all you're thinking about whereas you know for a fact that there's a time to take the piss and have fun and this is a time to be serious when you need to be serious and, and have those bigger and better conversations. But some people, but you know, it's so easy to, to have these thoughts in the back of your mind where I, I say to myself, if I'm in that situation, I feel like if, if that's how you feel about certain people, a, can you trust them as a friend? Are they a really good friend or are they the sort of friend like that are better suited for you in terms of, gaining entertainment or or using them as a as a how should i put this as a distraction from all these external things kind of revolving around your head at that at that present time that are quite negative and quite heavy and they're dragging you down and by that i mean you you use these friends to go out and have fun and they they're just not really there to, to sit down and have those conversations the bigger bigger and better ones but yeah, it's it's very easy to overthink certain things in the friendship groups. But I, you know, going back to what I was saying in terms of how I kind of cope with it and how I think a lot of people probably try to cope and attempt to cope with it, or could potentially pick this up and try it themselves, is I think if you're worried, concerned about possibly having these thoughts about whether or not your friends may be thinking this of you or anyone in general, I think you need to have a look at yourself and and actually start to better yourself full stop. Because if you're happy with yourself and you know you're a good person <laughs> and you know all good people make mistakes, I'll be the first one to say that. I'm not a perfect person. At times I can be very stupid, <laughs> um, very stupid and 
very silly things. Like, anyways, I can go on about that, but I think, yeah, if you can be happy with yourself and you know for a fact that you're a good person and, and that you have all the good traits and, and you're you're open to to working through things if you're struggling with things and if you you know you can better yourself in a b and c ways you have nothing to worry about unless someone's putting their hand up and saying hey hey look Jaden, i'm i'm here to you know give you some criticism i'm here to to be open and upfront saying you know when you're when you're drinking you're a completely different person I, I want what's best for you and that's why I'm openly saying this to you and sharing this to you because maybe you personally don't know that yourself because you've had that much to drink and you can't see that within yourself, obviously, because you're in that state of mind and no one else has said this to you. Then that's a different case. But if you're really happy with yourself, I wouldn't even worry about what other people have to say about you because you're always going to be judged no matter what whether it be going in an occupation that's not deemed trendy or it's quite, it's quite unique. Who cares? At the end of the day, if you're happy with what you're doing at that present time, then that's all that matters because it's so easy to put a forefront on. It's so easy to put this, you know, face on. I've got a new, new face. It's so easy to put a front on, you know, make believe to people that you're happy go. You enjoy doing what you're doing blah, 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 you know the rest. Whereas from the inside, you're actually struggling immensely because you're not allowing yourself to be who you are. And this can be bounced back in so many different ways, whether it be with regards to sexuality. And of course, sexuality at times, it was harder. But fortunately enough, in the society and world we live in, you know, it's very acceptable. You be you. And that's all, all that matters. Happiness is key and that can be bounced back into all, all different forms of life. So I think if you're, if you can be happy with yourself and if you can be yourself a hundred percent and not have to put a front on, if you can, if you can do that, then I can guarantee you, you wouldn't be so stressed about how people will look at you and judge you and perceive you and all that sort of stuff. And it's, and I'll, I'll say this one. For people that may be listening in who are still at school or they've just recently jumped out of school, finished school, happy days, gone to school, whatever they did, <laughs> as you do, you party hard and have fun because your buddy finished year, year 12, 12 years of schooling and, and or you're new to going into a university, you just started, started something very fresh out of school. The transition from coming out of school or going into something new just out of school to maybe like a six to 12 month gap, it's a massive, massive change. When you're at school, and the reason why I say this is because this comes back to the idea of overthinking and, and feeling, I'll, I'll explain it in a sec. So when, you jump, when you're in school, you, you have this perception that the people that you're friends with are, are going to be like very close mates with you going onwards outside of school. Or you feel like as if that specific group that you're hanging out with, you'll find people that of relatability outside of school. But what people don't understand when you're going through school, what you guys uh, may not understand if you're listening in and you're still in that sort of boat, is that if you're in a group, a friendship group where you're into sport or you're in academics and blah, 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 friendship groups do not exist outside of school. And then you might be like, oh, what do you mean? Friendship groups, <laughs> they're everywhere. 
what I mean by that is you can be mates with someone who's very highly academic outside of school, but you're really heavily invested into sport. So what I'm saying is whatever you're interested in and whatever you invest a lot of time into, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Friendship groups do not exist. The two cool groups do not exist anymore. And that comes with the, actually the idea of overthinking. You can't overthink like if, you, if you're in a situation at school and you, you're overthinking because you're not well liked or you're, you're, you're down the pecking order because, I don't know, you, you just, you're shy, you don't fit into that trend that the school deems acceptable or anything in general. Don't worry about it. I promise you I would not worry about it at all because when you finish school, all those groups and all the hierarchies that they they position certain groups in terms of the, how cool they are and all that stuff is inexistent anymore. And your true friends will come to the forefront from things that you actually enjoyed doing, whether it be going, when you're at university, blah, 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 all that sort of stuff. So don't ever worry, don't ever worry and don't ever overthink about that sort of stuff because those sort of things will come to play as like literally you'll probably fin- you'll probably notice it's six or twelve months when you finish school, these things will come to play. I can guarantee you. So I found this quote that I was going to mention on Google. It's by a guy named John Kabat Zinn, and he states that it's not a matter of letting go. You would, if you could, instead of let it go, we should probably say, let it be. We should probably say, let it be. So what that quote is, the reason why I'm saying this, I'm not, I I literally didn't just go and get Google and and just search up um, overthinking and and looked at the best quotes available for me. That quote entails that if you're holding onto something from the past, whether or not it be a negative situation you've broken up from your ex, you, you were cheated on or, you know, you had a, just some sort of bad experience with your friend, friend's family or something that's just stuck in the back of your mind. And it's very, very hard to let go. Very hard to let go. It's so easy to, to just keep on processing, keep on. It's like, like the old, you know, get the vinyl, vinyl out, chuck a record on and just keep playing it, keep repeating Move the, move the, what do you call it? Move it back to the start of the song and keep playing on repeat. Just keep it going. Keep it going. That will not do you any world of good because then in those situations, you start overthinking certain situations from the past and you go, damn, if I, damn it, if I actually put my hand up and said, you know what, maybe I should have allowed myself to try and better myself because I knew. I knew there was some anger problem within me. I knew it. I, I, I should have bettered myself. And from that, now I'm not with my ex anymore. You cannot think like that. You can't think like that. Personally, I think that everything happens for a reason, but that's my own personal perspective. But if you think like that, if you think like that, you never heal from those situations. You have to think of the situation in a way in which you can actually better yourself and allow growth because you will just be stuck in that headspace and you'll never, you'll never turn that vinyl record player off. You'll just keep going on repeat, keep on keeping on. And that's not where you want to be, not where you want to be. So yeah, like I, I, I mean, there's only so much I can advise because I'm not professional, but from my perspective, 
and for, from what I've learned from my experiences in relation to the the subject that I'm saying now is you've got to let things go. Got to let things go. I've I actually got a tattoo on my bicep. Must have been year year and a half ago, and I'm not the first person to say that I would go out and, and get tattoos. In fact, I'm very scared um, and angst of of um, anything sharp and pointy. Essentially, yeah, I got a, I got a tattoo on my bicep. It's got three Fs, and essentially the story behind that is in past tense. The first F represents forgive, right? So in this particular situation, and I'm going to use the example of, I'm going to use the example of maybe losing a close friend. So you you had to move them from a friend because they just weren't right for you. You weren't right for them, and you've decided to to separate and go separate ways to meet other people, and to allow yourself to better yourself because maybe they weren't hanging out with the right people. Yeah, we'll do that. Okay, so. The first F represents forgive. So you have to forgive yourself from the situation, whether it be, you know, something that you've done to someone, whether it be something that someone's done to you, anything like that. And then present tense is from that situation, you've now forgiven yourself. You've now allowed forgiveness that someone's given to you to sink in and to actually submit it and to respond with that politely and move on from it. And as a result from that situation, the last F is forgotten. So forgotten is like in the present time, it's forgotten. You've got to move on from it. You're not going to forget from it. You're not going to forget what happened in the past, but the present time you have to move on and all is forgotten. You've said your bit. They've said, your, they've said their bit. The situation itself can't be changed. You have to move on. And that's what I stand by. That's like, that's a sort of like a rule that I've, I've kind of brought upon myself and I've learned over time through some of the things I've gone through and experienced and whatnot. So maybe that might help you guys. Yeah. Maybe it might help you guys, but there's all different sort of coping mechanisms in terms of over preventing yourself from overthinking, you know, whether it be finding a hobby that you enjoy doing, sourcing that hobby when you're actually feeling in that sort of state of mind, but be careful not to become reliant on it because then that's when you find as if it's very difficult to not go without it, if, if that makes sense. But many, many hobbies, you know, in terms of exercise, obviously exercise is a, is a perfect example because it, it, you know, when you're exercising, you're, you're, you're setting off your um, healthy endorphins and that lifts your mood up instantly you know when i come from home from work whether or not i've got any energy left in the tank might just be having a really bad day really bad day but i managed to pick myself up go to the gym and instantly like that like click click of the finger as soon as you get into your first set of that first that first rep of that first set healthy healthy endorphins boom straight away hitting the head and you feel so much better for it, so much better for it. But yeah, overthinking, you can literally just go on and on and on about this sort of stuff because everyone overthinks in their own sort of way, shape or form, whether or not they lost a lacking of trust with someone, whether or not they're overthinking within themselves because they're not, no matter how much work they put into the gym, they can't get that perfect body type 
that they always wished and dreamt of. Everyone overthinks in so many different ways, shapes, and forms. I could go on about it. <laughs> and I think you guys know exactly what I mean. Whenever you feel like you're overthinking, just back yourself. You've got to back yourself. And I think it comes back down to confidence as well. Build your confidence, work on yourself. And before you know it, before you know it, you'll have a handle on this overthinking. And when you start feeling, because I actually feel it, I, I kind of get a little bit tingly and flustered. And sometimes it, things get a bit blurry. And, and, and that's how I feel when I start overthinking. When you start feeling like that, why not acknowledge it to yourself that everything's fine? You know, just stop, take a breather and analyze the situation and actually think, why, what's the purpose of me overthinking? Everything's fine. Everything's sweet. There's some things I can't have control of. We all know that. But what I can have control over is myself. And I know I'm a good person. So why do I need to overthink? And I think these are some things you could probably take away from this episode and think about. Why am I overthinking? You know, I'll be the first person to say that I struggle with overthinking every single day, every single day, you know, and there's many people out there that struggle with it. It's, it's, it's one of those, it's one of those things where you don't say it and you'll get a small percentage of people putting their head up and saying, yeah, occasionally I get it every now and then I can guarantee you probably 90% of us have, you know, overthink at some point in our life. So Maybe take those things on board, take a step back, just better yourself, feel good about who you are as a person. And then all these other things that were put into place will be better handled. You, you can't stop everything, but what you can control over is yourself and how you're thinking in regards to a certain situation, a certain person, a certain event. But some people actually use the, the idea of overthinking to to manipulate and to get the better of certain people. I don't know if you, some, you might be able to classify overthinking as gaslighting. I, I personally believe it is in, in some way, shape or form. So there's a movie 1944 called Gaslight and where that's where the term gaslighting came from. And essentially in the movie, I mean, I haven't, I haven't watched it. <laughs> I love to watch it, but I, I'm, I, I do struggle to watch black and white movies, but the story the story goes on to say that that the bloke, the husband in the movie, is flicking with the gaslight. And yes, they they're still using gaslights. There's nobody. Google Home lights. Hey Google, can you chuck it onto to red, buddy? Romantic theme. <laughs> None of that stuff. Still gaslight. Still gaslights. He's flickering the gaslight, and the wife notices it every now and then. And in response to that, she says to her husband. Is it me or are the gas lights flickering every now and then? And to his response, he says, no, what are you talking about? Everything's perfectly fine. So he continues this process on and on and on and on and on. And that process is what we call gaslighting in, in the term, you know, in what we, the term we use today. And it, it made her feel crazy. And, and it started her, the whole process of her overthinking in her own personal, you know, in her own mindset, thinking that, what I thought, what I thought was happening, and I knew was happening. That idea has changed now because I'm getting all these different ideas coming through my mind from my husband, stating that there's nothing wrong with the lights, and that comes back to a lot of things that we go through in life, a lot of things that go through life. 
we, we're sometimes really adamant on our decision and what we've, the decision we've made in our own mindset. And we know for a fact it's true. We know for a fact it's true. But then someone else comes into play and, and just puts their little fingers inside this, this idea of ours and just plays around with it. Like Play-Doh, he's just playing around with it, having fun with it. And then something just ticks in our brain. Something changes in our brain to make us think that what we thought originally was right is now wrong. We were never right at all. Never. So this is something that I know that people would sometimes do and it, it's crazy. I don't know why people do it, but I just wanted to bring it up that there is so many different ways and terminologies of, of overthinking. And that's a more extreme interpretation of overthinking. Again, I, I, I'm under the perception of, of gaslighting falls under overthinking. So I'd like to share it because I've been in situations where people have gaslighted me. I've seen people being gaslighted, but, Again, going back to the idea of what I was saying before, if you can if you can be happy with yourself and and know your true values and all sort of stuff, that you know for a fact that when you're right, you're right, and when you're wrong, you're wrong, and just go off that. Don't worry about what other people think, because it can sometimes end pretty hairy, and we don't want the hairy side. We want nice, clean shave, nice, clean shave situations. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Again, it's been episode episode 16, season two of Couch in the Mind. And myself, Jaden Wollaston, we've, I've just gone over a solo topic of overthinking that I think a lot of people struggle with. Don't feel like you're going through this by yourself because you're not. I can guarantee you a lot of people struggle with it. But that's all from me, guys. And as always, you know where to reach me. Have a great rest of the week and I'll speak to you guys shortly. Catch you later.